are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, the podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Subscriber count, Ulysses, do you have an idea? 206. 206. Listeners, you're failing me. I want the Mike Zanino average from 2021 216 more, baby. 10 more we can do it mike zanino by the way throughout i think the first pitch at a florida gators game the other day yeah, that's so fun. i mean nothing else to do there's not baseball not spring training going on as of right now so again too bad there's no baseball man yeah do you quick question yeah because this is not going a lot we are not going to have lockout talk today no we uh we are locking ourselves out from lockout talk But does a deal get agreed upon this week by Sunday? Hell no. Uh, That's not great. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not hopeful. They're in a new location, though. They're in Jupiter. Jupiter, Florida. That's nice. I hope they're enjoying the the, well, no, there's no love bugs yet. Not yet. yet. We can thank the University of Florida for uh, that creation. Anyway, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockdownRays. And you can email us anytime, LockdownRays at gmail.com. We had some great mailbag questions last week. So we implore you all to send us. Your questions are way locked on raise at gmail.com or if it's easier for you to instagram dm us twitter dm us that is certainly fine as well uh ulysses while uh we're not going to get into the lockout uh we do have a little interesting tidbit maybe another mark topkin drop a mark topkin raise tails drop last week it was is Austin Meadows on the trade block for the Rays this week? Tommy Pham. Could Tommy Pham make a return to the Tampa Bay Rays? Not necessarily as an outfielder, but possibly playing first base, maybe some DH. The Rays, we've talked about it before. They need a right-handed bat first option. Tommy Pham might be an option. Intriguing. I love the flex, though, by Topkin. Because somebody asked him, like, I would really enjoy it if I if I could see him saying it or whatever. And, and Topkin was like, yeah, I just texted him with him last week. That was the source. He texted with me. Wow. Just like, just very gentle flex. Like, look, kiddo, let the grownups do the researching and all that. No, it's very intriguing, man. Yeah. I, I don't think there is a race fan that did not enjoy having Tommy Pham wearing Ray's laundry. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was the I mean that was the guy, the grinder. I mean when he says I get I think this was in 2019 uh before walk off mm-hmm. that he wanted to kill the pitcher because he threw at his head and then he got his walk off hit. Yeah. Uh just the personality that he brings man I it's a really intriguing option very nicely especially if you put him in first base because the defense is not there anymore. But the power is like, it, it, it wasn't what you would expect. 15 bombs, but yeah, I don't know. Is he is he on a downturn? Like, Well, he's going to be 34 in March. Yeah. Uh, 2020 was 
let's just say his 2020 wasn't too far off Austin Meadows 2020. 2021, I would say if we talk about him in a vacuum, he was pretty much league average in 2021. Yes. Now, some of that, we have to go back and remember there was that crazy situation where he was stabbed outside a nightclub. I think that may have had a little something right. to do with his struggles playing baseball yes. this past year, but he still put up decent numbers. Again, just about league average. I think it's all about what you're looking for. Again, the Rays aren't going after Chris Bryant. No, they're not going after Sia Suzuki, right? They're not going after Chris Taylor. They're, they're shopping for rebounds. Yeah. In a way. And Tommy Pham would seem like a solid rebound case. I am curious about the first base thing though, because just because a guy played in the corner outfield does not necessarily mean you can stick him at first for an entire season. I don't think he's, let me take that back. I know he had played infield when he was a minor league prospect. I think he was drafted as a shortstop, but right. he was pretty quickly moved to the outfield. So I'd love to see him. How do you handle ground balls? How do you handle choppers at first or whatever it may be? But right. it's interesting because Tommy Pham does bring that intensity. Yeah. He does bring that veteran presence. He does bring that aura of you've got a roster of young guys. He can kind of tell them how it is, how it should be, what it means to be a professional, and kind of not warn them, but remind them not every organization is like the Rays that's so successful and makes the playoffs year in and year out, and that the clubhouse where a lot of the guys get along, I think maybe some of his – struggles or not having the best year besides the stabbing incident that he had to recover from was uh, I get the feeling that the Padres locker room last year was toxic as toxic could be, which is why he's needed in that clubhouse. There's a lot of young guys in 2019. He even said so uh, in a post-game interview, look, you can't, you can't take these moments for granted. You're not yeah. going to go to the playoffs every year. Like this is special. And I think that that type of voice in the, in the locker room needs to be heard. It needs to have a platform that everybody can, can rally around. I love that he brings that because look around the race lineup. I love the jovial attitude. I think that that's maybe more important, mm -hmm. but tell me, you know, who's, who's, you know, the enforcer, if you need a nickname like that, in in the, in the locker room. Look, who is it? Uh, well, Nelson Cruz isn't on the team anymore. Exactly, and and even so, I think he did it in a jovial, more yeah. like friendly way. Like, who is the guy that's like, hey, we're not supposed to do? Hey, Who's the a hole? You know, like you need a, you know, like you yeah. need a little bit of that edge. And I love the fact that the 2019 team had a Willie Adamas and had a Tommy Pham, yeah. and that they gelled. Right, that was awesome. That's what you wanted to see in an Avi next to him. Yeah. You need to create that dynamic again. And I think with Tommy Pham, with Wander, with Randy, my goodness, like that's that's electrifying right there. Yeah. And it isn't so foreign where uh, the Rays trade somebody off and then bring them back a year or two later. We saw it with Chris Archer. Now it didn't work out too well, but we could certainly see it with Tommy Pham where they trade him to the Padres for – who was it? Oh, yeah. Hunter Renfro and Xavier Edwards still waiting on the Xavier Edwards thing. But now yeah. they could bring Tommy Pham back. And you know what? You look back at it and maybe the Padres are like, man, I, we didn't really get what we wanted to or expected to from Pham there. Well, you know, and uh, it, I want to put another name out there. John Jaso. Yeah. John Jaso came back after he mm -hmm. had had success with the sticks. So uh, I, I, you look at Pham's numbers. 229 average, 15 home runs, 49 RBI. I think you hit it right in the nail. Like uh, uh, 
average, league yeah. average. In fact, his WRC plus is at 102. So 2% yes. above the average one. Like it, it's pretty, the slugging was, you know, surprising 383 slugging. So what happened there? Is it the long, the launch angle just got a little bit too big yeah. for him this, this, this season? I don't know. I feel like that drive of giving Tommy Pham a challenge of like, you're going to have to learn first. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he would thrill in that and he would perform being given like, Hey, we trust you to take right. this new role. And he's that guy. Yeah. And look, this is, I know we sometimes crap on Mark Topkin, but he just gave us an episode because we've got a lot more to talk about on this Tommy Pham thing. And uh, the listeners definitely have uh, their thoughts as well. You know, Ulysses, one thing that Tommy Pham might need mm-hmm. to get that power stroke back, maybe a built bar or two, a box, a case of them. Maybe that gets him back to where instead of hitting 15 home runs, he's hitting 25, 28 home runs. My goodness. And a new ball would also help. Yeah, yes, too. you're right. Built bars are delicious. And why? Well, because they're covered in 100% real chocolate yes you heard me right 100 real chocolate they're low in calories they're high in protein you can replace your candy bars with built bars just because they're better a typical candy bar can be anywhere between two to three hundred calories not built bars because most built bars are 130 calories four grams sugar four net carbs and 17 grams of protein so what you have to do today is go to built.com you're going to use a promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order today on any Built Bar flavor that you want. So today, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order at Built.com. Uh, it's interesting you brought up Tommy Pham's numbers. Now, I did look at his baseball savant page, and in doing some reading on him, maybe he got a little bit unlucky at times, or maybe he didn't turn again. I, I would have to look back at where some of those balls landed, but maybe he had potential doubles that for one reason or another recovering from that horrific injury or episode that he went through that maybe he couldn't squeeze out that double or that triple. And that's where, you know, the slugging wasn't always there, but the average exit velocity, 77th percentile, pretty good. Max exit velocity, 86th percentile, very good. Hard hit percentage, 84th percentile. We've always known that Tommy Pham has been a great understanding, what has a great understanding of the yes. strike zone. Chase rate, 98th percentile. Walk rate, 95th percentile. By the way, before you keep going, yeah. that walk rate of 13.9 is the highest walk rate yeah. of his career. So yeah. we say intriguing because you're injecting this personality in the clubhouse that needs it because it doesn't have a guy like him. Right. And then also the understanding of the strike zone. Hey, guess who also is a young player who's trying to make it successfully and has a great understanding of the, of the, of the strike zone at 21 years old. Wonder Franco. There we go. Yeah. Now put this guy next to Tommy Pham. Are you kidding with the conversations that are going to happen about the strike zone? Yeah. This is good. This is good for yes. the race. If this happens. And uh, I know I you know, used to joke about Tommy Pham and how he would ground into so many double plays. He was a member of the 2020-20 club, 20 yeah. home runs, 20 stolen bases, 20 grounded into double plays. Uh, I think he only grounded into 10 last season. So at least that's a little bit of progress there. But And and we also have to – a little and bit the, of – And BSR, his base running skills, they're yeah. still above average. Yes, his – I would have to kind of – because I, from what I remember – 
like Tommy Pham sometimes would make some boneheaded base running mistakes. Yes, he he was caught. I think in situations where you'd really a veteran not should get not be in those situations. Into, yeah. But yeah. again, we're more or less. But those strictly, are the ones you remember, though. Those are the ones yes. that people, you know. Yeah. Just... It, we we just have that kind of negative thinking, but yeah. You'd be bringing him in not to steal 30 bags, but no. to, you know, hit 20, 25 home runs, walk a ton and give you uh, a decent average. But one thing that, you know, gives me maybe positivity about a fan return is, and this is something that some guys have trouble with. So, I mean, we, we, we've seen it hitting at the trop. That has never been an issue for Tommy Pham. Good one. Yes, correct. The the lights, yep. the whatever it is. And, and it's so funny because Tommy Pham had that, eye issue, whatever yes. it's called, that yeah. prevented the Cardinals from really wanting to give him much money or give him much of a shot. And yet with the Rays, he's he, he's shown at home, at the drop, he can rake, which yeah. I think is a good sign as opposed to bringing in an unknown. We're like, how are they going to handle that environment? How are they going to handle, let's be honest, not playing in front of a bunch of fans all the time, yeah. the, the environment aspect. So we know that he has that understanding too. And I look at it, I don't know if you've scrolled through the the free agent list, Ulysses, but yeah. there's not a lot of right-handed options that the Rays would be in the market for. Like it's Nelson Cruz, Tommy Pham, Jorge Soler, Wilson Ramos, maybe that that's about it. That's your list right there. Yeah, and and because you're not adding the ones that are like unattainable, 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 yeah. which is I appreciate that so much, Kevin. Because you know you go on into social media and you're hearing Chris Bryan and Nick Castellanos to the not happening, like, not oh happening gosh. in a million years. On, it's not guys. happening. It's not happening. As although again, if there was a year that it might happen, this might be it. After what the Rays did with Wander Franco, but still, even then, no, no shot, no chance. I'm honestly, I'm very happy. <laughs> this is. This is a, a, a bad mentality to have, but $80 million, I'm like, okay, that's a good, yeah. that's a good payroll. Like it should be a hundred plus, but you know, I, I, I agree with you. If there's a year that I would believe something happening. Okay. But again, Bam just earned $8.9 million. He's going to have to take a pay cut. Pay cut. Pay cut. Okay, good. Like I, in half. We're here. So, in half. Okay, so you're saying one year, five million dollar deal for fam. That's that's his market value, more or less, with maybe some incentives. Honestly, bro, I, I think you're looking more at a two year. He had. I think he will not just want one year. Like he's doing a two year. And okay. I'm thinking fifteen million. All right. Well, in that case, the Rays look at the trade market. And there are options out on the trade market. You know, we should we, we should we should put that on a poll. What's more what's more believable? One year, five mil, two year, fifteen mil that Tommy Pham ends up getting. Yeah, I mean, you just look at it. He's had two bad years now. I mean, not bad years, but League under average. Per, like, yeah, exactly. and he's thirty. He turns thirty-four in March. It's I I I don't see yours as not believable. Yeah. Now, I just think that you know, man. Okay, what, this economy. <laughs> yeah. What What's more likely? Uh, the Rays bring back Nelson Cruz or Bring back Tommy Pham for 2022. It's a good one. Um, I think. You, or they're both unlikely. No, I don't think they're both unlikely. Yeah. I think Nelson Cruz, you have to bring him aboard more than Tommy Pham because you just had him. You yeah. had his physicals. You have his, you know, you have you have the recency bias, right. which is very helpful. Tommy Pham, yeah, recently he was a Ray like two years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. It's tough. It's tough. Look, if I was to guess, I, I don't think the Rays 
are going to sign either or bring back either necessarily. Okay. Because the other consideration too is you add on one of those guys, you still have the roster crunch issue, the 40-man roster yeah. crunch issue. So I think that's where the Rays are going to be perusing the trade market. And this is a name I'm sort of circling. This might have to be an episode Wait, at this point. Who, who, who are you thinking of? I, ha I have an episode idea for you, which is like, who's the guy they should target on the trade market? Because I have a guy. And I'm going to give you his initials. I'm not going to give you anything okay. else. And that's for you listeners, too. If you guys want to guess which person I have. My initials are T-E. T-E. Those are the saying. initials? Those are his initials. I want this guy in a raise uniform. Who's is he guy? a first baseman? I can't say anything else. My hands are tied. The only and he's a. My hands are tied, Kevin. T E. The only T E I can think of is Tommy Edmond. That can't be it, or is it? Ah, uh, well, you uh, have to. You'll have to just. Can wait. I? Can I tell you my guy? Yes. Okay. He plays for the Marlins. Okay. He gets hurt a lot. I will say that he gets hurt a lot. But when he's healthy, you can bank on him giving you a 280 batting average and 800 plus OPS. And I think he could be, it's not like you have to give over the entire farm to acquire this guy. The Marlins need a center fielder. So I think, huh, we know the Rays have a couple of center fielders, a deal, a swap could be worked out. This guy's name is Garrett Cooper. Okay. Garrett Cooper, and you could do a Manny Margot plus a Jonathan Aranda for Garrett Cooper, Kevin Kiermeyer plus prospect for Garrett Cooper. I think something could be worked out there. Okay. I, I don't dislike it. I think that's more likely than people on Twitter suggesting the Rays would go after and trade for Luke Boyd. That's not happening. Yeah, no, no, 100%. Yeah. Why uh, Josh Bell, okay, maybe that's more in the realm of possibility. I, I, you know what? I think it would be really fun for Kevin Kiermaier to go to the Miami Marlins. I think that's that's a guy that that they need in that yeah. clubhouse too. Well, the Marlins need a center fielder. So yeah, and and, and the Rays have that. dealt with the Marlins before. They've already made a trade with them this offseason with Joey Wendell. It'd so, be nice to have Joey Wendell and KK Patrol in and, the same kind of field. Yeah, All, I mean, really, at the end of the day, the fact that. The universal DH we think is going to become a thing that just opens up so many more options and opens up so many more trade possibilities yeah. and, and open and opens up the chance for a team like the Rays or other teams to trade with National League teams as opposed to well he doesn't really have a position so we're kind of screwed yeah so no I'm gonna I, I think we're gonna see a lot of guys maybe transition to that role yeah uh, this year with the universal DH if that ends up happening yeah um so and let I'll just throw out one more name. I think this could be more likely than Luke Voigt, but still probably won't happen. Trey Mancini. I want that one too, yeah. but it's not happening. I'm sorry, bud. But it's more likely than Luke Voigt, right? Because of the friendship between birds and rays or because... Because the, the Orioles aren't going anywhere. They need prospects. They need, They're no, redeveloping. They need, they need their, their fandom to not check out by April 15th. But they're but with or without Trey so Mancini, Mancini, they're still going to Yeah, but they're still going to check out. Trey Mancini is not getting the team him this is a basketball. He he's not taking the, the Orioles to 90 wins here. They're okay, with Trey Mancini, but you got they're the gonna, kid, you give him the Mancini shirt, you know, he's 7 years old, you know, Gotta, it, no, it doesn't matter. We, they're trying to build long term, so they need to trade for Trey Mancini. Is not in their long term plan. I agree with all of the right reasons of why they have to trade him. I don't think they will. 
I think they're going to trade him. I, I'm not saying it's necessarily going to be with the Rays, but I think they have to. Yeah, I think it. I think it would be irresponsible of them not to. This is also why it's a it's a reason for me to think the Orioles are not going to do it. Yeah, see it. It's it's because you're emotional on the front office and you can't be emotional. You have to, and I think his story is very emotional. It is very emotional. So PR hit that they might take. They might just say, you know what? We'd rather not take that hit because we're also losing a hundred games. So we got to give the fandom something. Okay, but their general manager used to work for the Astros, so he clearly has no soul or heart or emotion. So I think it could work out. But again, I I don't consider the Orioles to be within the division because they're so bad. They're so they're such a non-entity that they're like that ten-year-old cousin who wants to like box, and you're like. No, it's it's a lot more believable that the Rays would trade with the Orioles than with the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, or the Yankees. I would put it like that. So, okay, it's fun to talk about and think about. So, if you were to put money on it, yeah, uh, well, you'd go to BetOnline.net for one, but yeah, that the Rays sign a right-handed bat first guy or trade for a right-handed bat first guy or make no move at all. You know what? I before I answer that, I really gotta. I, I gotta. What do I do with my green skills, Kevin? You're not gonna. You're gonna make me do this live read before you answer that. I'm gonna okay. think on it, baby. All right, sounds good. Yeah. All right. Uh, football may be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is also your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So be sure to head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online. It's where the game starts. Man, I think it's going to be through trade. Okay. I don't think, uh, you know, I think it's fun to talk about Tommy Pham. I think Tommy Pham could happen. I think Nelson Cruz could happen. It's just yeah. a lot of a lot of other teams might have to bid on them first and if they're still falling through the cracks they'll the Rays will pounce on these guys like right they did so with Estrubal Cabrera yeah remember that like in 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 2015 I think um maybe even when was Estrubal Cabrera with the Rays you would know better than me you're the Rays historian you're the rain man of Rays history I think 2014 or 2015 but anyway one of the bad years (laughs) exactly but what the, the point is he fell through the cracks for one year seven mil right Sometimes that happens, and you're like, well, I thought this guy was going to make 12. Now he's down to seven? Yeah. Let's go. And this offseason is going to be a lot like that, I think, because it's going to be go-go time. you got to get to Arizona. you got to get to Florida. you got to take your deal because you could be left out on the cutting room floor if it's like, okay, that's my offer. There's millions in front of that dollar figure. Okay, I'm signing up this one-year privet deal. It's fine. Because if the lockout ends and the thing has to be ratified a couple more days, then three more days until get everybody together, you have five days, basically. Yeah. It's crazy. It's going to be go, go, go. So a guy like Tommy Pham might fall through the cracks. A guy like Nelson Cruz. A guy like Chris Archer. Yeah. Who, by the way, 
That'll be a. We will get to the Chris Archer thing uh, on another episode. Because that has to be talked about. That has to be talked about. Yeah, we will discuss that uh, probably on Thursday's episode. But uh, and and again, with all these guys out there, the Rays also have to make room for one or more of these guys, and that's where a trade would theoretically come in. Who knows? Maybe the Rays will go after CJ Crone again. <laughs> I doubt it, though. Yeah. No. I mean, look. I I think you. <laughs> You might you might see reunions, but I think yeah. the the trades are where it's at because you you can't just keep stock of these guys. Right, right. Um, so we put the question out on Twitter: Should the Rays go after Tommy Pham to play first base or look elsewhere for a right-handed bat? And we got some very good comments here. Ty McCann says, "Does he miss the small fan base all of a sudden?" <laughs> Question mark. Uh, yeah, didn't Tommy Pham make a yep. comment or two about that again? I don't hate it. I like a baseball player or an athlete that's opinionated, that's not afraid to speak their mind. I'm actually curious to see if um, if Fam uh, spoke his mind on uh, the lockout situation. Uh, Caleb says, I'll be honest, I'm not thrilled about a lot of our options. I kind of wish we kept Luplo. Okay. Uh, Melissa Herrera says, I think it would be a fantastic idea. Good leader for the younger players. That's true. Uh, Jay Sanga one, two, three says fam would bring some needed intensity to the team. This would be great in my opinion. Certainly. Yep. Certainly. Uh, Luke Williamson says definitely an option. Also after Willie Adamas slash Nelson Cruz, I want hitters that have hit successfully at the trot because I truly believe led lights is a thing for some hitters. Good point. Uh, yep. Quinlan Deegan says, I love this idea. Fam is a player who works hard to be good and has the intensity the clubhouse seemed to lack a little last season. One-year deal, try him at first base, and know he's serviceable in the outfield. I don't know about serviceable in the outfield right now, but I get Quinlan's point. Yeah, look, you need a body there in the seventh inning because you burn through, you know, pinch hitters or whatever. Fine. Um, I I feel like it's an intriguing option for the right amount of money. Yes, I agree. I I wouldn't just put a, heck no, I don't want him. Like, a 340 on base percentage is not something to be taken lightly in today's game. I want right. that. I want that in front of a guy like Wander yeah. Franco. And we looked at the underlying metrics. I mean, I think there's more meat on the bone that yeah. could come out from what Tommy Pham is showing on those numbers there. You talked about the expected batting average. It was way yeah. higher than his actual average. So, like, mm-hmm. there, 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 there was a discrepancy. Where was yeah. it? Was it hard hit outs? What, what was it? Good positioning by, you know, was he unlucky? You know, you yeah. have to look at that. And I think being in a winning culture, winning environment, positive, upbeat clubhouse, playing for a manager he has familiarity with, yeah. that can be rejuvenating. That that makes a difference. Good that makes space. a difference. The, this isn't a video game. No. Where you just run the simulations. Like yeah. it ma- that stuff matters. It matters big time. Uh some other comments here. Joshua Garner said that would be very raise of them to go after fam for first. Uh Sam says, uh, I really like that guy. Can he play first efficiently? That's the thing. We don't really know. We don't know. Who we have no idea. Uh, that's the real question. Let's steal Luke Voigt from the Yankees. Just a thought. I don't think that's happening. Uh, Stern Fan 10 says, look at all options. Santana, I assume he's talking about Carlos Santana and Cooper. That's my guy, Garrett Cooper. I think that could be a very Rays-esque move. Although, like, he's, I, I swear, it's, I we, we joke about Kiermaier getting yeah. hurt all the time. Like, Garrett Cooper's a whole, and it's crazy. But maybe, maybe not to 
go into a whole Garrett Cooper thing, but maybe settling down at one position instead of, okay, I'm going to move to, I think he played some third. He's kind of moved around all over between outfield and infield. So okay. maybe getting, I feel like it's easier on the body playing at first than yeah. roaming around in the outfield, let alone if you're on the, the trop turf. And, and the same thing could go for Tommy Pham. Maybe yeah. his legs get a little bit more well-rested and, and they can the slide him into the DH. Yeah. Start when he got to the race. Yeah. The uh, and then Josue Garcia says hard pass. Okay. Well, right. uh, I, I think you, if you're the Rays, you look at and consider and evaluate all options. And then once the lockout ends, if and when this thing ends, yeah. you, you better be ready to pull the trigger because yeah. it is going to be a frenzy it is going to be a frenzy it's it's going to be it's going to be great when it starts it's going to be really fun if you're going to be a baseball fan we just yes. want to start though i know we do yeah it's weird because like we'll be doing i feel like there'll be so much that we can't get it all into one episode be like 10 things happened today yeah it's what either like you know pardon the interruption type style episode yeah. or it's just like look let's pick one thing and dissect yeah pretty much um all right so that uh, will wrap up today's show we didn't have a chance to get into uh, chris archer making his uh, comeback recovery that'll be on the next episode with the rays consider bringing him back uh, that's a question that we'll have to discuss in the meantime thank you again for making the locked on race podcast your first listen every day now make your second lesson the locked on bets podcast that is also free and available on all platforms hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow